photographers that you see today and you admire their work and all that, it's all like a wealth of um, experience, like over time. It's not like they know, if they even explain what they are doing to you, you can't even do it. But it's just growth and technique and patience. Hi there, and welcome to Project Genesis. Project Genesis is a fun and inspiring tripod series where photographers and creatives take us back in time to explore the start of their creative journey and reflect on the motivation, the challenges that have led them to where they are right now. What would they have done differently? What advice do they have for someone who's also at their starting point, or can I say also at their genesis? My name is Dalia Akaine. I am the host of the Tripod Podcast, and I would love for you to join me on this fun and inspiring ride through the journeys of these amazing creatives. Welcome to Project Genesis. Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode of Tripod. I have a very special guest today. You know, I always have the most amazing people on this podcast and today is not a, and today is just yet an amazing person. But before I go ahead to introduce her, I want to just say how I always absolutely love to have photographers on here because it's such a different conversation when you're talking to photographers and when you're talking to creatives, because I don't know, maybe obviously because, you know, we focus a lot on photography, but there's just always that gel, if I can call it a gel that <laughs> I have with photographers. But anyway, enough of my rambling. Let's just get right to it. So welcome on board, Nicole. I was just mentioning uh... that. <laughs> I was just mentioning that I didn't know what to call you because fun fact, Nicole is a lawyer. So hello, we have a photographer and we have a lawyer in the building. That's just amazing. So Nicole, I'm going to give you the opportunity because I feel like I'll downplay it. I'm going to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. Tell us all about you and your brand and everything that your work, that um, your brand is about. And yeah, we can get started. So please go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you for making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hi everyone. Um, I am Nicole Adehi. Um, a photographer. I'm a wedding portraits and lifestyle photographer in Abuja. Um, I'm also a lawyer, right? <laughs> I practiced law for a year, uh, a year and some months, and then I left to focus on my photography thing. Um, I also have an entertainment company, um, and I have this show called The Next Top Model Contest. So it's one of the other things I do. Um, what else do I need to see? My age? <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. No, definitely not. But that's amazing. Oh, yes. That's three Basically, things. That's, it. <laughs> that's three things in one, because you spoke <laughs> about the wedding photography, wedding photography, you've spoken about the... I, I had next top model, right? I had yes, something about yeah. the next top. I have, please, you, we are going to get into that. I can talk about that because I haven't heard about that before. And now I'm curious. It's actually really linked to my photography, funny thing. It's really, really linked to it. <laughs> so that's interesting. And thank you so much for sharing that. For all of you who don't know, especially how wedding photography is just next level. Like I can almost imagine how the couple... <laughs> You know how they feel when they look at their photos that you've taken of so them. So she's very sweet. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, but you shouldn't feel like, please go and look at her Instagram in my defense. Please just go and look at her Instagram so that it won't feel like I'm trying to watch somebody. I'm not trying to watch. Like, this is honest admiration right now. But anyways, anyways, if you say, if you say so, I don't want to make you blush too much. So anyway, let's just get right into it. So Nicole, I think you've mentioned so many things already, but I'm very curious. And I think anyone that's listening to this right now is curious, like, okay, law, photography, law, photography. Like, did you take photography classes in law? Or <laughs> how exactly did that, you know, come about? So what was your motivation to go into photography from, I don't know, was that during law school? Was that after law school? You know, how did that transition happen? Um. I think everything started in my 100 level in school. So, you know, this like craze of wanting to um, um, probably have a business or something, like when you get to university. Mine was more about wanting to use my brain and my creative side. So I, try, I tried making beats. <laughs> I tried a blog spot. I tried a couple things. But then I started like editing pictures, like random pictures on my phone and I enjoyed it. Okay. So that's where it really started from. But the real thing was like a picnic I went for. This was now in my 200 level. And I stumbled on this photographer who allowed me to use his camera. And I took pictures of two goats fighting. And that was it too. I, lo- I, I loved that picture so much. Like, I, I couldn't believe like how still everything was. Like, no, I loved it so much. So that day I just decided to just like save up to get a camera. So that's how it was, but I was still in school. So I finished school, I finished, I got my law degree. I went to law school. I did my call to bar. Like everything was just in between. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's quite an inspiring story to imagine it started from goats. I feel like you should have a <laughs> series inspired by goats. Like that would be- like that would be like everybody wants to be like what's going on here how is someone inspired by you me? even giving me an idea now so oh, I'll, I'll do it I'm, a, I'm like <laughs> inspiration yeah an inspiration <laughs> but really that's actually that's actually major because I can't imagine that anybody would take a photo of a goat and see anything other than those things mm. like to do meh meh on the road like I'm telling you it's crazy what's going on here <laughs> Well, that's so cool because it was almost like a calling, like almost instantly. You just yeah. I always say photography found me. It wasn't something I was looking for. Oh, it just came. That almost yeah. sounded like a love story right now. Like, <laughs> he found me. I wasn't looking for him, but he found me, and we found each other, and now we're happy together. she said cruise i wouldn't i wouldn't call you cruise but yeah it does you know i'm i'm I'm, maybe i'm kind of in that space right now because of wedding photography and my mind is all long you know on is it communions i be what do they call it when people come together i've forgotten the word right now but okay that's it that's a real motivation or inspiration to start but then i'm now curious because I've heard a lot of things about law school and I'm not even going to get into that right now. (laughs) But I know that law is a very serious career path, you know, just the kind of things you have to learn, the kind of things you have to read, 
the way that you even just keep up in quotes keep up being a lawyer you have to do a lot of things just to maintain that status and even grow in that career path so I'm thinking about the challenges that you had in those early days when okay you said you saved up to buy a camera what what were the early days like for you and how did you then land on wedding photography um I think everything started with like me making a decision to just go into photography. So I didn't really see it like um, as a business path when I started. I was having fun with it. And I started in a community. That was my university, Afebola University. So that helped a lot because I think we're just two photographers. And the way it was like, by the time we take pictures, I mean, the little we knew how to do, everyone was crazy about it. So it was helping, you know how it, it just had a way of helping me build a brand. Yeah. I don't know if you get, but yeah, at, at the same yeah. time, at the same time, I'm the kind of person that when I put my mind to do something, I just go ahead, like I, I'm all in. So I tried to learn more and do more. And that's how like Top Model came about. Because I realized that just being a photographer wasn't enough. I wanted to be the photographer in my school like I wanted to be like the main person so I now came up with um this modeling competition so the competition actually involves a lot of pictures so you give model models tasks and everything and then I do a photo shoot and then put it out for people to vote okay so the interesting part was that the pictures were always like they were very different because it's a competition so it's yeah. it's it's it has to be very creative yeah. when i look back at those pictures not like i was doing anything serious but everything just came <laughs> together <laughs> like everything just came together so that's how people were like oh wow who is this blah 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 and so that's how i was able to grow in my school now coming out of school now this is now law school that you're talking about i actually had to put a hold on photography for a while because law school actually needed, or rather needs a lot of attention and focus. Absolutely. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> but then the interesting part now, the one shoot I did in law school okay. landed me a job as the official photographer to the first lady of Kogi State right after law school. Wow. Now that is, <laughs> that, that's what I call a glow up. <laughs> Like that, that like it, but guess what I didn't do that job for long because then I now realized that wasn't the kind of photography I wanted to do okay so in school I was more of like a fashion lifestyle photographer yeah that's an area I really like so then after law school this job now made me a documentary photographer okay I don't know if you get what I'm saying I'm, I'm yeah, heading somewhere absolutely. Yeah. so <laughs> by the time I quit this job that's when I now decided to try wedding photography. Okay. Because it's actually something I've always liked. Okay. So I've just been going and going and going since then. And I, I know it's weird, but I don't really have any, like, thing I'll say was a major challenge for me. Because yeah. I think I just saw everything as interesting. So I just kept going. Yeah. Okay. So. It was born from a passion. So I totally see that. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like, I feel like you had challenges maybe in other areas. The fact that you had to pause it, maybe not challenges. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, maybe not challenges per se, but, you know, still the fact, and I like that you were able to make that decision to say, 
this is my priority right now this is what i need to focus yeah, on yeah but there was a time i didn't have a camera though i just remember that okay. i didn't have a camera for almost a year okay but i i didn't stop shooting though i will have some like very iconic images from that period oh, i would always wow. borrow my friend's camera <laughs> I would always borrow my friend's camera, and then at a point, I realized borrowing it too much was making somehow. So I started renting it from her. Okay. okay. And I didn't mind till I now eventually go mine. That's a challenge, right? That's major, <laughs> actually. Like you are <laughs> an inspiration because you just by yourself decided that I don't want to overburden this person, or I don't want to be that person that is take, taking advantage of someone. Like, don't worry, I'll pay you. I'll, I'll yeah, that was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. But what I wanted to even mention was, I see this transition from documentary photographer to wedding because, you know, I'm thinking about it and there is an aspect of documentary to weddings, isn't there? Exactly, yes, exactly, you see, <laughs> Maybe you should be a photographer too. <laughs> I, I, you know, honestly, you know, I don't like to admit it, but I tried and I failed woefully. I just forget no. about it. <laughs> it's not my calling. I think I'm headed towards, um, cre- I've been practicing, you know, I like to call myself a creative director in the upcoming. I've been an upcoming okay creative director for you. Sounds great. It sounds like something out of future, actually. (laughs) So, but as much as, you know, I like to think about, I've always loved photography. For me, it has been like a very, I don't know, something I'm just naturally passionate about and I'm able to read into a lot of things that most people wouldn't see, you know. So I can admit that I do have kind of a photographer's eye, but I caught that, I caught that transition when you mentioned that you went from being a documentary photographer for the first lady of Kogi State to wedding photography. And the fact that you already had that fashion background, I feel like it would also help yeah. in the wedding space, right? Yes, that's true. Okay. That's so true. That's, that's, that's really cool. So how about, you know, the fact that, yeah, you, were, you had to start renting at a point and then you got to, I want to believe you got to a point where you could then buy your own camera, right? Yes. How can you remember how long that took? Um, it took about a year. Wow, that is yeah. major, major determination. So on the business side of things, how was business in those early days? You know, moving out of the university and away from the first lady of Kogi State, just being on your own. I'm a business person. I have a photography brand. How was business at that point? Now that I think about it, I don't even know what I was doing. I wasn't honestly like you just made me think <laughs> I wasn't like thinking about the business aspect at all like it wasn't even my business <laughs> I was just moving <laughs> you had just focused on taking- I was just moving I was just going like yes I was just going anyhow it comes because also to be fair I had my um law practice on the side so at least I was getting a monthly salary yeah and um oh see this story is much i did things in between sha remember i also said i have like an event company so i did things in between that also funded like me yeah when i was now ready to do like the photography 
Okay, but yes. let's talk I, ju- I just made everything work. Yeah, let's talk about the events a little bit. How was that for you? How did you merge having an events company and also the photography company? How did you, you know, handle that, handle both? I just, I just made everything, like, like I said, like, that my show. So yeah. that show is like a reality TV series, right? So it has progressed into a reality TV series. So we should air very soon by God's grace. So anyways, I just made everything linked together so that my photography would still be a part of whatever I was doing. Okay. Okay. That makes So that way it just helps me to just like merge everything together. It's, it was just, it was majorly like an idea at the time. Yeah. And all things yeah. work together, right? Both. Yes. That's just it. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine because obviously you would need the photography aspect in events management, right? Yes. Okay. okay so that makes that that helps that makes a lot of sense so as a nigerian creative right and you know i don't just like to generalize because i feel like nigerian creatives are very special people because nigeria on its own is a very special country and for you to be a creative and still kind of maintain your sanity in this country despite <laughs> all that goes on you must be a very special person but for you as an individual and as a creative, what do you think inspires you and kind of pushes you to do what you do? Because now you've mentioned three things. You've mentioned photography, wedding photography. You've mentioned event management and then the top model projects that you also have. Like those are three amazing things that you have going on. But for you as an individual, what do you think kind of inspires you and pushes you out of bed to say you have work to do? you are definitely going to, you know, get it done. What, what would you say inspires you? Um, I, I believe my purpose is to inspire people, to help people, and to make money. Okay. That's what I think I'm all about. So by the time I think about that life and the number of people I'm probably supposed to help in life, okay, or the number of people, like, I'll be able to inspire in life. That's enough to make me wake up. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's an inbuilt push. <laughs> okay. Like it's just there. So basically, that's that's just what keeps me going. And then also, I really enjoy what I do. Absolutely. So very very. It's, it's just interesting. So you are called to serve, right? As much yes. as the business part is there, but you think about the service that you offer and the people that you render yes. that service to. And Even the clients I make happy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially <laughs> wedding, because they, I mean, if they are getting yeah. married, super happy, I want to imagine. <laughs> but that sounds, that sounds so magical. I love, I think I love wedding photography because you're just like- It's amazing. It's actually very beautiful. <laughs> It is, right? Like just getting to experience all the, besides all the people that come to fight for, you know, (laughs) for food. (laughs) It's very strange. Every time I have that conversation with someone and talk about people that literally go to weddings to fight for souvenir. (laughs) And I'm like, what did you bring? Because you can't just show and just be looking for what you take home. Like this isn't a shop. Right, it's usually aunties and uncles from ah. the village. <laughs> they came for their daughter that they didn't know exactly, exactly. that they were not aware of. But now <laughs> it's time to come and you know. But anyways, that's you know that's really cool. Now, question for you: 
what would you do if you weren't doing what you do right now? It's a bit of a tongue twister, but it's fine. What would you do if you didn't do or if you weren't doing what you do right now? Um, I'd probably be practicing law. Okay. Oh, mm. I think that's kind of a given, seeing as you studied law. Okay, if it wasn't law, what else? Okay, what? if it wasn't law, okay, okay. Um, wow, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you probably never thought about it before, right? I'm not too, like, I don't know. That's a I sign of know. somebody that really loves what they do. Honestly, <laughs> that's a sign of some, you have never even given it a second thought. You're like, no, nope, this is do or die. Why here? This is this is my right. It's nothing else. I don't know what else I would have done. <laughs> okay, but maybe hobbies. What kind of hobbies do you have? Like, what's something that you <clears throat> love to do outside of work? Uh, I play badminton. Okay, so uh, I sports. That's interesting. Uh, Normal listening to music. I like hanging out with my friends. I wouldn't call it. Do you know that there are some human beings? I'm saying it because I don't understand either. But do you know there are some human beings on this planet that don't like music? Like they don't know what they are missing. I don't understand. How can you say that? (laughs) Someone told me that. Anyone say that? Someone told me that thing one day, (laughs) and I nearly lost it. I could not imagine in this world like are you sure you are <laughs> like okay what do you then do if you don't listen to music what like okay you read I think that's crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's actually see like <laughs> that means those of us that listen to music and read are the winners now because we're I experiencing know. something different. i know How you not I listen know. to music <laughs> It's the strangest thing, but eventually, you know, you get to find out that, you know, we have, that's a special category of human beings that God created and he just kept them one side, but they are there, they are there, they'll be fine. Okay, (laughs) moving back to our questions. Now, based on, and please, I know you would want to be modest in this area, but please try not to be too modest, but based on the success that you have built over the years in both your photography and events management businesses. What advice or strategies would you have for someone who literally just wants to kick off doing like kick off a photography business? They may have a camera, they may not have a camera, but they know that this is something in their blood. This is what I want to do. How do I get started? Like what tips or what advice or what strategies will you have for the person? Uh, I'd always say the first thing everyone should actually know or people should actually know is that um, photography is an expensive um, venture. So if you are not passionate about it, it's better you don't even start. Because if it's all about the business side for you, is it that you're starting big, like opening a big studio and all that, or you just don't even bother? Because okay. photography is actually going to drain you. And um, you would need a lot of patience um, and passion. And it's the passion that will actually like push you and everything. That's like raw truth. But then the other coded one, Sha, um, your, let me see, your eyes are like the most important tool, not your gear exactly. So by the time you buy your first camera, 
buy a lens and you buy a reflector, you can keep winging it till your business starts paying for your gears. Awesome. If not, you would end up like um, being frustrated and trying to buy gears when your business can't even like match up and then you'll be in debt or in loss or something. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally relate yeah. to that. And I think we, yeah. in fact, in our community right now, we have a mobile photographer. And if you see his photos, it's literally like you would not believe that these things were taken with a phone. So I really agree with that, that, you know, yeah, the gear may be important. And I like that you emphasize, you know, the things that they should have, but also they shouldn't focus too much on just, oh, I need to buy this. I need to buy this. Start with what yeah. you have and then grow from there. Right. Yes. And also, um, also, like, like I said, I, I mentioned like patience being very important. So it's something that, that takes time. So every, every shoot you do today is preparing you for the next one and preparing for like more to come because you'll be faced with different scenarios at different points. So my point is like, just keep shooting. Just keep shooting, like just keep going because photographers that you see today and you admire their work and all that, it's all like a wealth of um, experience like over time. It's not like they know, if they even explain what they are doing to you, you can't even do it. But it's just growth and technique and patience. So that's, I think that's all. <laughs> that's amazing. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, because I, it may seem like it's little, but that's like golden advice right there, especially the first one. In all honesty, especially the first one. I actually have not heard someone say that to some, like say that to a photographer before. So I'm very happy that you actually brought that up because some of these things are hard truths. You know, when you say something, they hard truth. Like yeah. it's not easy to accept. You may struggle to accept it. You may be like, no, mm -mm, it's not. Mm -mm. Just <laughs> listen. Just, right? just saying it the way it is. Absolutely. <laughs> just try to take it the way it is and don't make it seem too fancy. Okay, at this point, Nicole, I would love to shine a very, very large spotlight on your business to know what projects, and I mean, you've already mentioned one, but I, I want you to tell us more about it. What projects are you currently working on? What do you have going on at the moment? What's keeping you busy? And what should we expect from you in the nearest future? How can we, you know, keep up with you and keep up with your business? So I'm, I'm supposed to tell you all my secrets now. <laughs> Not, <that's secret. laughs> Not secret, just upcoming projects. <laughs> Because we're going to, we're going to everything in the comments below just so that people can follow up with what you're working on. Well, basically, um, I'm probably, I don't know, okay, my, my next projects are NFTs for photographers. So I'm working on collections for those. Um, what else? I might be having a, master, a masterclass next year if I go to. Yeah, just regular stuff. You you can you can just follow my picture and be updated. <laughs> okay, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, so just yeah. to clarify, she when she says next year, she means 2022. So depending on what year you are listening to this, you oh, know. Oh yikes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is fine, it's fine, it's absolutely fine. So we're going to link everything in the description below. 
please go and follow her on Instagram. Follow her everywhere, in fact. Not just like follow her everywhere you can find her. Go and search. Go and Google. <laughs> Google her and find out what exactly she's working on. Because I don't know about anybody else listening, but I am especially interested about, I mean, I've never been a model, but you know, I think I have some skills. <laughs> So I'm very much that one. Okay, I can give you insight on that okay, one. I've actually filmed insight. that one already. It's it's a it's a modeling competition. Okay. So they were they were all housed and then given different tasks, evictions. There was cash prize. There was a there was a runway event and then there was cash prize. So we have all these filmed into episodes, just like a reality TV series. Okay. So basically, there's that. Okay. I Did you have you ever seen America's Next Top Model? The one hosted by Tyra Banks, right? Yes. yes that kind of vibe. Yeah. So I'm I'm absolutely interested. I think this will be exciting, and I really can't wait, for, <laughs> you know, for you to go live so that we can all follow up and you know vote Nigeria's Next Top Model. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Yeah, because we have a lot of, I mean, when you see some models in this country, I'm just like, my God, like, this is happening right here. <laughs> like, where am I? Like, am I... things they occur. <laughs> like, seriously, and you're just like, am I in this country So, Like, what's going on here? And all these different things are passing me by. So, this one will not pass me by. And if you're listening to this, this one will not pass me by. Please click on the <laughs> link in the description and please go and follow her to be up to date with all the projects that she's working on. Okay, so now we've come to a very interesting segment of this episode. Now, Nicole, okay. can you share with us two truths and one lie? So we're going to, I'm going to guess, right? You're going to share three things with me, right? And then I'm going to guess which of them <sighs> is lie and then what are the two truths? I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> oh my God. You can make it simple for me. You say two truths and one lie. That's what you say. Yes, two truths. So you tell me two things. You don't have to tell me what the lie is, obviously, but just tell me three things, three random facts about you. And I have to guess which one of them is the lie. Um, You can take some time to think about it. You can take some time. Okay. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um... Okay, one has to be a lie, right? Yes, one has to be a lie. My shoe size is 44. Okay. Um, I like I like ice cream a lot and I'm in a relationship. Hmm, this is very deep. <laughs> <laughs> this is very serious. Okay, okay. So your shoe size is 44. You like ice cream a lot and you're in a relationship. These are very dangerous yeah. questions because <laughs> on average, everybody... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick one. If I were to pick which one is the lie, um, I would pick that your shoe size is 44. Uh-uh. Did, wow. I get... Did I get it? Oh, wow. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> You want to know how I took a very expensive guest because Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Like I can get a round of applause. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everyone that's listening, that's clapping. You know, it was a lot of effort, but I just want to thank my parents for the opportunity. Wow. I- wow. <laughs> 
but this has been so fun this has been so fun i really wanted to get the ice cream but i doubt if with the many cold stones that we have in abuja i doubt if anyone like ice cream yeah i love ice cream (laughs) (laughs) this has been so much fun nicole um this brings us to the end of today's episode Thank you so much to everyone that Thank has you. listened along. Thank you so much, Nicole, for joining us. Like this really has. Thank you very much. much. And I think on the final, just on a final note, right before you go, as a creator, I think this is something I always, I'm always curious about for every creative that I meet. Where is your one place? Like, where is your escape place when you have a creative block or your head is just filled up with a lot of stuff and you're just like, I need to go to my one place to kind of let my, you know, maybe let air pass through my brain and just release some of that energy out or find inspiration or something. Do you have that one place? Yeah, it's a person. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) I am so happy. I love this episode. It just gives me all the right vibes. <laughs> like, my God. Please say no more. Say no more. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I know I literally yes. just portrayed like very cliche kind of thing right now, but please go ahead and tell us about, you don't have to tell us the person's name, but just, you know, tell us about that creative process. I don't know, like, I get overwhelmed with work almost every other time. So I just have to call my person or hang out with my person. Just chill stuff, just alone time. Yeah. And it helps me reset, like, naturally. Absolutely. Or there are also times I just stay by myself. Okay. There's also that, too. And enjoy my own company, listen to music. I like lights a lot. Okay. Like, colored lights. So oh, wow, that's new. I just chill. Yeah, I just chill, listen to music. Yeah, stuff like that. Okay, that's very so I, I I I I chill in a creative way too. <laughs> yeah, because like the colored lights, I'm I'm trying to imagine it. Like, how would that look like? You know, it I'm, helps like blue lights, red lights, just oh chill. wow. I think yeah. I would have to ask a lot of people, like a lot of <laughs> photographers, what they think about that. If they also I want to find out if it's a universal thing. You don't know, maybe you can provide therapy to other people. This may be something wow. Yeah, maybe they haven't discovered it before, and now they are listening to it and they're like, Okay, should I go and chill on that blue and red lights when I'm feeling, you know, and maybe they do it and maybe it works, right? And now certified therapist i'm so happy for you (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much nicole it has been so fun having you on board and thank you to everyone that's been listening please feel free to contact us please feel free to contact nicole all the links are in the description below and i'll see you in the next episode bye Bye, guys